Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Good day, everyone. I'm Dave Lanning, sitting in for Ron Hayes. And coming up on this edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity, our own Casey Shepard visits with Dakota Moss of Livestock Rick Services. Casey's back with Dakota right after this. If you're looking to lock in a floor price on your livestock, USDA is offering the Livestock Risk Protection Program to both cow-calf and stocker feeder operators. Coverage is based on a number of head, sex, and projected sale weight. Best of all, no margin calls, brokerage fees, or minimum contract sizes, and no upfront cost to you. Take the risk out of your cattle operation today. Call Dakota Moss at Livestock Risk Services at 580-618-2174 or visit LivestockRiskServices.com for more information. Visiting today with Dakota Moss and Livestock Risk Services, uh, there's a pretty important program that we wanted to talk about today. It's the Livestock Risk Protection Program. So, Dakota, if you would, start off by just telling us a little bit about your company. <clears throat> so, my company is Livestock Risk Services, and we are based out of the Oklahoma National Stockyards in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and been operated here for just right under a year It'll be our one-year anniversary, it'll be July 1st. And so started this company to focus on the livestock risk protection program and make sure some producers had a readily available company they could go to and work with on that because there was a huge need for price risk management for you know cow-calf producers, stocker feeders, especially with the volatile events we've been seeing over the past couple of years. Well, talk to us a little bit about the actual program, because you mentioned you guys have been around for about a year. So talk to us about the Livestock Risk Protection Program. So the Livestock Risk Protection Program, it's it's not a new program. It's actually been around since 2002, 2003, and it was originally implemented for the smaller producer that couldn't make up a 50,000 pound load to buy a put to hedge cattle. And so USDA, our risk management agency, put that out there for that smaller producer to have a tool to price protect cattle by the head count. So whether they were selling, you know, five head, 10 head, 25, 30 head, this is a tool made available for them to manage that price risk. And so from about 2002 to, to 2020, the program went highly underutilized just due to low subsidies and just not a lot of people were aware of it. And when over COVID wrecked the market in 2020, USDA's risk management agency became extremely aggressive and proactive in revamping the program because it's kind of, as everybody knows, remembers 2020 was a terrible year for the cattle markets due to the pandemic. And USDA resubsidized the program after the 2020 livestock year, opened up the head limits to open it up to a much wider array of producers with larger amounts of cattle and made it a very economical, very good program for producers to utilize. So kind of talk, walk us through how it's changed a little bit, because you mentioned that, but like, how has it changed throughout the years or has it changed? So kind of the ways it's changed is just they've tried to, you know, make it cheaper by increasing those subsidies, because prior to the 2018 livestock year, 2018 farm bill, it was a flat 13 percent subsidy. So if someone had more than a 50,000 pound load of cattle to market, they were better off buying a put, they're better off hedging those cattle because the LRP became very expensive as soon as you were marketing more than 50,000 pounds. 
And it did get resubsidized in 2018, went from a 13% subsidy up to a 25% subsidy, locking in the very, you know the top market price we can do. And when COVID hit, USDA came out with an additional 5% subsidy to try to increase participation. And then moving into the 2021 livestock year, they increased that on the top end to a 35% subsidy. And that subsidy increases as we go down in price. But if someone's wanting to lock in the top market price they can, they're getting a 35% subsidy on that. And then also, they greatly increased the head limits in the program because in the past, you know, the most kind of in the beginning, the most head someone could lock in on a single contract was a thousand head. And if I remember right, it was a 3,000 head max per producer per year. And then the past couple of years, we had a 6,000 head max per contractor per endorsement that someone could lock in with a 12,000 head max per producer per year. And now as we move into the 2023 livestock year, which actually begins July 1st, you know, next month, we're moving to a 12,000 head per endorsement, per contract head limit with a 25,000 head max per producer per year. So USDA is continually to expand this program to open it up for, you know, we can price protect one head up to 12,000 head on a single endorsement. So they have it opened up for every size operation nationwide. Give us some examples of uh, who should be interested in this program or who it would benefit the most. So, I mean, anyone who is planning on marketing feeder cattle, it would be a benefit to whether it's a cow calf producer who plans on marketing a calf crop, you know, September, October, November, or that stalker operator who plans on buying those calves and running them on wheat pasture the fall and winter, or they currently have cattle out on summer grass and they're not protected right now with either a put or a hedge. The LRP program is fantastic option for cow calf to stalker feeder for any of those producers because, the way I like to look at the program is it's a way to kind of set a goal to make a certain amount of margin on those calves. They can look out in the future and lock in a price and they know where they're at on their floor. If the market does increase and go up, well, they can capture that upside in the market because the LRP program is just a floor price program. It's not capping them on the market like a hedge would. And so they can lock in that floor price. They know what they're covered for and they know what their cost is. And all those are set in stone and those aren't going to change. And so they can use those that floor price to say, okay, if I'm covered for say 190 or 193 for October on a five weight steer, well, then they can work backwards from that and say, okay, it's going to cost me this much to get that steer to market in October. And here's how much margin I have to play with between now and then to start penciling that out and kind of have a you know, business plan when they market that calf crop. So talk a little bit about like the differences as in like a producer that did sign up for this program and someone that didn't like what they would be missing out on. So a really good example I have is some producers I've had who did kind of get their wheat pasture cattle locked in months ago. And so just for example, I went over a producer's policy this morning. You know, he had a 170 floor locked in for a June 14th maturity date. And so he had 170 locked in against the market. And, you know, there's not a June feeder contract available, but the LRP has maturity dates that expire in June, July, where producers can use this to tailor with, you know, their actual marketing plan on those cattle. So on this producer back in January, we got together and we looked and see what kind of what the June prices were looking like. You know, he locked in 170 on his wheat pasture cattle 
And then we get to June and on June 14th, two days ago, you know, the cattle feeder cash index, which this, that's what this program settles on was at 160. And so he's getting a gross payment of that $10 a hundred weight, $80 a head. And so get him back to that 170. And so he's getting a pretty sizable payment to get him back where he needed to be, where he was budgeted out on those cattle to kind of keep the cash flow protected and make everything work. So this kind of makes it to where you're not completely vulnerable to the markets. That's correct. This is a way to cover yourself against that market. And over the past few months, everybody's seen just, you know, massive swings in the cattle feeder futures and live futures just due to, you know, the Fed raising interest rates or the Russian-Ukraine war putting major pressure on grain prices and then just fuel costs going through the roof. And so if someone wants to kind of just have that peace of mind and know that, you know, if I can jump out to this fall and lock in, you know, somewhere in the 170s on my summer grass cattle or lock in, in the 190s plus on my calf crop and just know you have that to work with. And then when you get to that marketing time frame, when you are going to sell those cattle, go ahead and sell them, keep it at business as usual, even if the market has gone down, if you know you're protected, you don't have to sit there and change what you're doing, trying to wait for a better market that may never come. Yeah, yeah, because you don't really have, it doesn't really have anything to do with how you sell your cattle. It does not. And that's one thing producers, I always try to make sure they're educated on is, you know, this is simply covering them against the market. You know, your grain farmers have had crop insurance with revenue protection for decades. And this is USDA's way to give that same a revenue protection program to a cattle producer where they can protect themselves against the market. And they still have to market their cattle the best way they can and try to make the most money they can on their cattle. But this gives them a way to make sure, you know, if the market just completely goes south on us, you know, they're not going to suffer that loss. I know you said this program has been around for a while, but do you think that, you know, you added about COVID, but do you think that's mainly the reason it's kind of become popular again? Yeah, it's it's really become a lot more popular. I mean, ever since we go back to 2019, you had that pack announced fire, which wrecked the market, then COVID wrecked the market. And then you fast forward to this year with just those geopolitical situations having major impacts on our market. So I think producers are becoming more and more open-minded to thinking, you know, I got to make sure and cover myself one way or another because there is no telling what a profit margin might look like or what costs might look like or five, six months down the road, we have no idea what the market's really going to look like. We hope it could go up if we just were in a pure supply demand situation but just there's so much volatility and variability to everything right now. From what I've seen in my conversations with customers and producers, they want to know kind of where they're going to be at when they go to market those cattle. And then just from a lender's point of view, this program is a way for a cattleman to come in, talk to his banker and say, hey, here's where I'm at on these cattle. I'm covered for this much. This is my floor. This is what's going to cost me. What can we do on the operating line, the land note, the cattle note to really make things work this year? and just gives them a business plan moving forward altogether. Right. Because even, you know, even with the things that you mentioned, we've all, we still got to factor weather into all this too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's one thing I've always heard. The things you can't control is the government, the weather and the markets. Absolutely. But this is a way to at least protect against the markets a little bit. Well, so if producers are interested in this particular service, what, what are their first steps or what do they do first? 
<clears throat> so the first thing they need to do is get with a livestock agent, you know, which us here in stockyards, certified livestock agents, and, you know, get an application filled out and on file. And so that's the first thing they have to do because if a producer just gave me a call first thing one morning bright and early to lock in cattle, we've never spoken before and haven't done any paperwork yet. Well, we're not getting anything done that morning. So the first step they need to take is get with us, get an application filled out so they are set up and ready to go whenever they do want to lock in cattle. And whether they use it in a week or a month or, you know, a year, it's just sitting there waiting ready to utilize and pull the trigger on locking in cattle when they see the price at the date that fits their operation for however they're going to market those calves. And how long does all of this process kind of take, would you say? Um, no more than a day. And so usually I always just as a good rule of thumb, I say, you know, if we get an application in, you should be good to go within 24 hours. In reality, it can be much, much shorter than that. But just to give them a good idea, within a day, we should be ready to go once we clear everything through USDA and double check all their information. So when producers get ready to sign up for this, what kind of things do they need to bring into you? Do they need to have some records? Like, what are you looking for there? So right now, whenever we are ready to price protect some cattle for a producer. Really, the things we have to know is how many head they want to protect because all this is by head count. So we do have to lock in a specific number of head that they want to protect of that they own. And then we also need to know the target weight on those steers or heifers they plan on getting them to to price protect them at because we also base the coverage they're locking in off the weight they want to lock them in at because everything is done under six weights or for 2023, we're moving to six weights to a thousand pounds on our feeder cattle. And so if we know the head count, steers or heifers, the target marketing weight for those calves, and then off the prices available that day, we can say, okay, this is what we can cover you for. This is what it's going to cost. And we can get that done for. And it really doesn't matter how big of a herd you have. Nope. The biggest, the minimum is one head. And then all the way up to 12,000 head on a single endorsement starting July 1st. And does everything, should they wait till July 1st or can people still get started now? They can get started today if they want to. And that's the thing that is great about the LRP, Livestock Risk Protection Program, is there's no hard sales closing sign-up deadline for the program. We buy, sell, and trade cattle all throughout the year. So someone can take out a policy and get set up for LRP anytime they want to. You know, if, you know, a wheat farmer wants to sign up for his crop insurance for his wheat, he has to do that by September 30th every year. Well, with LRP, you know, it's today's June 16th. He can sign up today or next week or six months from now. And so it's available year round. Kind of just give us one little last um, encouragement of like why you think this program is so important for our, for our producers. So it's so incredibly important just because it gives a producer a way to better know his numbers. And that's one thing that I've seen from the producer side to the lenders to fully throughout the industry. You know, you have to know your numbers to know where you're at in your operation and be able to look at that, if not on a weekly basis, at least on a monthly basis to know where you're at financially. And with the LRP program, we can use it to jump out there lock in a floor price and even use it to kind of have a profit go in mind on those cattle and pencil all that out and say, okay, if I can lock in one seventy hundred weight on some eight weight steers, well, then I'm sitting there around $1,400 a head gross coverage. And if I've spent a thousand dollars to buy them 
and the LRP is costing me 30, 40 bucks a head. Well, I've got 300, $350 margin to play with from now till then. And they can control, hopefully control their costs and come out ahead on those cattle. And it's the same concept, whether it's cow-calf operation or, you know, no matter what they're doing, this is an amazing tool for them to start penciling out their numbers, know where they're at, and have a business plan for whenever they go to market those cattle. Well, how do folks get in touch with you or if they have other questions that they'd like to ask, where do you recommend that they start? So they can get on our, our website and we have some <clears throat> tools on there where they can, you know, quote their own LRP, play with some numbers and kind of see, study a little bit there. They can contact us directly. They can go to livestockresearches.com and go to the contact page where they can see our different agents throughout the state. They can contact me here directly in the Oklahoma National Stockyards and they can reach me on my cell phone number or by email and would be happy to talk to them, help them out with this and go over with them to make sure they you know use this to stay in business. Yeah, because you're not saying they have to sign up right now, but maybe they just have some questions and you could certainly help out with that. Yes, for sure. And if somebody is going to utilize this tool, I definitely want to make sure they know it from top to bottom because it it is a credibly handy tool. It's got a little bit of a they need to learn a little bit about it and also understand the futures markets and cattle markets to fully utilize it to the best of their ability. But we'd be excited to work with anybody on it. And, you know, we're licensed here in Oklahoma in about, you know, 20 plus other states. And so no matter where they're at, if they're running cattle, we'd be happy to work with them and help them out any which way we can on it. Dakota, I feel like you know this program top to bottom. <laughs> it's, uh, when you explain it a couple of times a day, every day of the week, you definitely get it burned in your memory pretty good. And uh, one thing, too, it, you know, July 1st is the start of the 2023 livestock year. And there are some changes coming on the program producers need to be aware about. You know, one of those changes was the expansion of the head limits. You know, going from a 12,000 head max to a 25,000 head max, you know, that starts July 1st. And also, USDA hasn't had a real hard requirement on proving ownership of cattle, but after July 1st, they're going to. And, you know, just like whenever a you know, farmer sells his wheat crop and gets paid up on his crop insurance, he has to have those tickets to prove that he had that wheat and that it was his wheat and everything. And so after July 1st, if someone is getting paid on a claim, if they price protect those cattle effective after July 1st, they're going to have some type of ownership documentation to get paid on their LRP policy. And beyond that, there, I mean, it's a pretty straightforward, pretty simple program. And I highly encourage people to utilize it because it can definitely help them sleep better at night and definitely help them stay in business if this market does completely go south on us. Well, with all the volatility, the weather concerns, the war, it's it would sure be nice to have some reassurance, wouldn't it? It really would. And from talking to some very seasoned commodity brokers who do puts, calls and hedges to lenders at many different banks and institutions and sell barn owners, we are definitely in some uncharted territory right now. And if someone can, you know, start securing every which thing they can from whether it be their inputs to, you know, locking in the floor against the market on no matter whether it's cattle or crops, just making sure they can secure their numbers this year is vitally important, I believe. I also understand, Dakota, you have something kind of exciting coming up for uh, for everybody to enjoy. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the Oklahoma Cattle Convention in July, on July 22nd, there in Norman, Oklahoma, we are doing a LRP seminar learning lounge there on Friday, July 22nd 
from four to four thirty. So if someone does plan on attending the OCA convention and they've been interested in LRP, they can come there and listen. We'll give a full rundown of the program from top to bottom. We'll have a booth there at the Oklahoma Cattle's Convention all weekend. And we'd love to visit with anybody that can stop by and if they're interested in the program and start to manage their price risk, we'll be there to help them out with it. That will be an excellent way to uh, just to see if the program might be something you're interested in. It sure would. And it's we're going to definitely have quite a few of our agents there to talk to people. So be happy to talk, help out any way we can with somebody. And having them there at the Oklahoma County Commission be a great way to visit with many livestock producers about it and get the word out. Absolutely. Well, give us the website one more time and how folks can get in touch with you. So they can go to livestockriskservices.com and they can sign they can sign up for daily LRP price reports there on our website and send us their name, contact info, and we can put them on our email list where we do send out LRP prices daily. They can give me a call on my cell phone at 580-618-2174. And, you know, whether they're located right here in central Oklahoma or a different part of the state, we're working diligently to get Agents brought on board to work with us to have boots on the ground near a producer, someone they can see face to face and talk to and work through on this. And we can get them hooked up with one of our agents across the state. Or they can email me directly at dmoss at livestockriskservices.com. All right, Dakota. Thank you so much. So much good information today. We sure appreciate it. Yes, I'm I'm happy to get this out there and promote it because I from what I've seen, what I've seen at work and what we're going through today, I definitely see this as a way for a producer to stay in business. And the thing that I love about the program is, you know, if it's not paying someone, that's a fantastic thing because the cattle market's up, the cash market's up, and they'll be selling their cattle in a good market, make good money in the cattle. And, you know, hopefully this doesn't kick in. And But here lately, it has been kicking in quite a bit because we have been getting pretty rocky lately. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your time. Yes, happy to be on and happy to help anybody out we can. Thanks for joining us for today's Road to Rural Prosperity podcast. You can join the conversation about how rural Oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on Facebook. And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, ruralprosperityok.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and oklahomafarmreport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the funk companies.